Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night, where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high noble character as detailed in scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. All right, all right, all right. Thank you very much. God bless you. I greet you in the name of God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, God the Holy Spirit. I pray all is well with you all throughout the land, wherever you are. I pray that you have God on your mind, God is in your heart. Uh, I trust that, uh, you, you know, a lot of people are dealing with some situations right now. And, uh, you know, the best thing to do is pray. So let us humble ourselves and go before the throne of God in prayer. Gracious and merciful Father, we come in the name of your Son, Jesus the Christ. Let us the Holy Spirit give you our honor, glory, and praise. As we humbly submit ourselves over to you, Father God, to ask for forgiveness of sins and unrighteous acts before you, Lord God, word, action, and deed, Lord God, please forgive us. We thank you for yet another day, Father God, giving us breath in our bodies, eyes to open to see your beautiful creation. Lord God, we ask for healing right now in the land, Lord God. Father God, we ask that you heal those that you want to be your will to be healed, Father God, that are suffering with COVID-19, any other illness, mentally, physically, or spiritually, Lord God. Father God, we send up a prayer for those that are still struggling behind the, the effects of Hurricane Ida along the Gulf Coast uh, from Louisiana, uh, Mississippi, Alabama, some parts of Florida, and all up and through the northern parts of the area where the storm is going, Lord God. Uh, bless those people in the path, Lord God. Uh, we pray for those right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father God, we ask for your covering tonight of this show, Lord God, the P31 Ladies Night. Uh, let your will be done in the earth, Lord God. Let your will be done on this podcast. Father God, the words that we speak tonight, Father God, will be yours. And we pray that they break chains and change lives. And in the name, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Yeah, yeah, it's P31 Ladies Night, but I'm still the one that's got to bring it all together. So let's kick it off. You know what time it is, full armor of God. It's time to suit up, break your chains. P31 Ladies Night is on, ready to go. YAT Radio, let's do it, y'all. Thank you. 
Listening to Breaking Chains. Call in live during the show at 858-357-9137. And listen live on our website at youngadultstalk.org. All right, thank you, big bro. Uh check him out, tightspots.org. It's funny, huh? I can promote my brothers too. <laughs> hey, tonight's show is being brought to you by the Williams Group and Jada Ari Enterprises. What's going on with you? I'm Pastor Rod, uh, your co-host for the T31 Ladies Night. Uh it's time for me to uh I think I'm gonna click my ladies' mics on and let them take over the show. Uh, I think I have uh, my sister Sonia is here. I think Sister Amy is here, and my niece Jade is here. Uh, we want to give up our prayers and shout out uh, Sister Tanya Jackson down there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, they're definitely struggling in Louisiana. Let's keep them lifted up in prayer. Also, let's send up a special prayer for uh, Evangelist Laquina, who is dealing with COVID-19. Uh, I got a message from her, uh, so let's keep her lifted in prayer as well. And all of our ladies and sisters out there. Uh, you know, I tell, I'm going to say this publicly like here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's running away from this show because they say we too radical, we too blunt, we too forward. But when they see us uh, here shortly uh, on the big screens and all on podcasts and radios all around the world, they're going to wish they had joined us. All right, I'm giving the mic up. Man. I'm just being messy. All right, so you go ahead and take the microphone. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to tonight's show. Tonight, we're going to talk about love at first sight. Yes, I said it. Love at first sight. Sister Amy, what do you think love at first sight is? Have you ever experienced it before? Um, I'm going to get back with you just a second. Sorry, I'm finishing up with my mom. It won't take me about 10 minutes, okay? Okay, thank you. But I'm on the line. I got it on me. But I'm listening. But I'm just trying to finish up with her real quick. Give me about 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to answer that question. It is a personal experience as well as a common figurative of speech. 
It's a person's feeling, an instant, extreme, and ultimately long-lasting romantic attraction for a stranger upon first seeing. This love passion was described through an elaborate mythology and mythological schemes involving love arrows or love darts, the source of which was given as the mythological arrows or cupid. And just to think of it, my nickname was Cupid, which was given by my father. Mm, ain't that something? But I I think I have experienced love at first sight. Uh, I guess it's that feeling that you get when you first meet a person or see a person. Because um, this past weekend, um, I saw this individual. Well, I hugged this individual, and I didn't feel it, but they felt some type of way when I when I hugged them. And uh, they said, well, did you feel that? I said, no, I ain't feel nothing. So they asked me to hug them a second time. So when I hugged them this time, I felt this poof. Or something went through me where it almost knocked me off my feet. So I, I, I have experienced it. Jay, what you think about love at first sight as uh, a young lady or a teenager? Or, what you think about it? Um, I don't really think for us, it would be love at first sight. It would be like you like somebody at first sight. Like, you'd be like, oh, I like their vibe. They're giving me that they like me vibe. I don't really think for us, because we're so young, we don't know what love is. I don't think, only time that we will know what love is is from, like, how much we love our parents, our siblings, our entire family. But when you're, like, first meeting somebody, it's not really love at first sight. It's either, like, you like them. That's what it means. Okay. Do is it factual or is it a myth? I think love at first sight is factual because I didn't seen having before plenty of times with people that I know, and it can't be a myth because if it was a myth, nobody right now would be like googly eyes over their husbands or anything like that. Hmm. Okay. Pastor Rod, you have anything you want to say about that? <laughs> you know, um, when you when you when you think about that, you know, love at first sight is is not really love, uh, because when you when you really think about it, listen, come on, let, let let's look at it from a from a man's perspective. Uh, men are looking at women's butts, looking at their breasts, looking. You know, looking at them from head to toe, checking them out. You know what I'm saying? And God calls that lust of the eyes. And and men and women go through that. And 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 when love is in the heart, love is not in the eyes. Uh, uh, we we have to we have to understand that. You know what I'm saying? That's a physical attraction. Uh, that's something physical uh, uh, because it, it 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 tells us. You know what I'm saying? When you get older, you 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 come to realize certain things. Uh, because in the book of Proverbs, it talks about uh, God tells tells us, uh, do not desire her beauty in your heart and do not let her capture you with your eyelashes. You see how long eyelashes are today? Uh, uh, I got a text. I got a text from <laughs> I got a text. And on the picture, 
was uh, what you call those deer antlers, right? <laughs> you, those deer antlers on top of their head, and they showed a lady up under it with uh, deer antler eyelashes. It was crazy, but but you you know we have to we have to make sure uh, that we are teaching our younger ones to understand what love is about and where love comes from, but also that we get into an understanding about what love is too, because we have been taught uh, for so long about the traditional way of love and everything, because love is in the heart, because you know the scripture tells us that God is love. And and I wasn't I wasn't always like this, you know what I'm saying? I was the typical worldly man, you know what I'm saying? I was one out there doing the same thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a perfect person at all, but but yeah, l- love has always been considered love at first sight, but it is actually lust of the eye. So so we have to make sure that we be able to um, get, not get caught up. In what a uh, 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 what we think is love, but lust of a person, and that person is not equally yoked to you at all. Thank you. Thank you. So that brings me to my next question: What feelings did you have when it happened, or did you have any at all, Jay? Yeah. Can you repeat the question again, please, Mommy? If you got around that person, what kind of feelings did you have, if any? Um, if I was to like somebody and I got around them, it would be like, at first, you would just have butterflies. Like, they'd be like, oh, hi, Jay, how you doing? And then next thing you know, you just freeze up with butterflies and stuff like that. And if me, if it wasn't real, I wouldn't freeze over butterflies at all. It would just be like, oh, a regular conversation with the person. You wouldn't be that important. So, okay, I know uh, we were talking earlier about um, love at first sight and soul sight. Do they have any connection to to one another? Well, it depends because um, soul ties is more of like, it's the same thing as love at first sight, but love at first sight, you're not touching the person, like physically. You're just looking at the person. Like, you just walk into the door, and I'll say you just see this beautiful girl and everything. And that's like love at first sight, but not for real. And then soul ties is if you have been kissed, that person has sexual intercourse with that person. Or other than that, that they have two different needs. Okay. Um. So, but you have a connection. Yes. Okay. Can soul parts be? Let's see. So, in other words, you can remove soul pride off a person. Yeah. Okay. Have, have anything you want to say about that? Um, not really, to be honest, because I never had it happen to me before. 
don't think I had half of me is liking somebody, but not really like solo time or like other situation like that. Okay. Pastor Rod, do you have anything on soul tide? What 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 is it? Soul tide? Yeah, soul tide. A connection with someone deeply embedded into your soul. Some say spiritual connection. Well well, you know, um that's that's something um that's someone that God sends to you, you know what I'm saying? That 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 spiritual connection uh, runs deeper than anything of the flesh. Period. Uh, you know mm-hmm. that that that's that's totally linked up uh, spiritual. And, and 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 the thing about it is is that being able to have have that type of connection, um, there are things that you have to be uh, equally yoked. It, 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 that's just simpler right there. You got to be equally yoked in every area. You know what I'm saying? Uh, communication, uh, uh, being able to gel and, and know what the next person is all about. You know what I'm saying? That, that, you know, their likes, dislikes, those, those are things that you can, you can feel uh, something uh, after a minute when you meet someone. You know what I'm saying? You'll know if that's that person for you after, uh, you know what I'm saying, a period of time. It, it's short for some, longer for others. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I've known uh, people that meet here and married next and still married today so you know what i'm saying that that right there is something like i said earlier that's that's strictly from the heart uh you know what i'm saying that's 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 that goosebump you know what i'm saying always thinking about can't never stop you know what i'm saying can't wait to see that person you know the connection communication everything is just on point that's that's what to, you know what i'm saying soul tied if, if that's what you have okay so with that being said, um, what are seven things a man will do if he really loves you or or really into you, do you think? Well, you know, um, I, I, go ahead. You, you're asking what would have meant the seven things i don't i don't know why you came up with the number seven uh but you know I it can, just I hit can, me okay uh i i can um you know just off the top of my head the first the first connection has got to be a spiritual connection no matter what you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you know she can look like a uh you know uh dr kemp always say something uh about the fingertips hips and everything it's something he puts together that sounds so funny i can't i can't quote it back to you but the thing about that is is that um, it's so different out here today that you know um, what 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 it is to 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 please a woman today and to to pick her up today or to meet her or whatever is is it, it may be different in a lot of different areas. A lot of different women are different in what they expect from a man. You know what I'm saying? So I could let me speak for me. I think right now at this point in my life. You know what I'm saying? It it has to be that that spiritual connection. You know what I'm saying? And then you know what I'm saying? It's, it's got to be about about you know who you are as a person, your personality, your character, your etiquette. You know what I'm saying? How you carry yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what you look like when you walk out the door. You know what I'm saying? 
what is your attitude? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know, what kind of what kind of heart do you have? Because those things, you know, uh, bleed out. So I, I think that uh, if I'm if I'm displaying those same things to her, you know, what I'm saying those are going to be some of the same things that I'm looking for as well. You know what I'm saying? Does she have self-control? Does she have patience? You know what I'm saying? Is she gentle? Is she kind? You know what I'm saying? I think now I have to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, if I'm striving to to be uh, godly every day and a man after God's own heart, I'm going to expect the same thing. I, I think that that's the most important thing. But then, you know what I'm saying, having some type of business sense, having some drive, having some goals, you know what I'm saying, that you want to reach, uh, you, you know what I'm saying, focus. And, 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 and things like that, just concentrating on uh, what, what we can do to better, better ourselves, to better self. Uh, so it's, it's a lot of things that you, you will want to uh, look for and want uh, if you are striving to better yourself. You're going to want your, that, that mate of yours to, to be on the same page. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with one being weak and you're strong in that area where they're weak or they don't know. But you know what I'm saying? If you if you got all the skills, you got all the know-how, and you know what this this person is expecting and what they want, I feel that you should step up to the plate and, you know what I'm saying, and just go forward and do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that we should always um, uh, be expecting something to give something. Mm, that's good right there. Preach that right there. You can't always expect something. You know what I'm saying? You're always expecting something in order for you to give something. That ain't even cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I say, I say, he will not pressure you to do what you don't want to do. He will not make you uncomfortable. He will be more patient for you or with you. Um, he will be willing to listen to you. He will embrace how you feel. He will be there physically and emotionally. He will push you to be the best that you can be, that's what you said. And um, he will inspire you to be your best for him as a mate. You have anything you want to add to it, Jay? Mm, not really, but I would say that if a man really loves you, he will show you rather than just like I'm going to use the ask nine today's example. Well, I know that we don't know really what love means, but we kind of do a little bit. So it'll be like, if you and him just started talking or y'all just started dating, he's going to have to prove to you that he really loves you. Rather than, oh, I love you. Oh, send me attachments. Just regular attachments. Because that's what all boys, they ask for. Not, they'll tell you that they like you woman and then this you know they trying to move fast into like making you show your body and stuff like that that's not real love real love is like oh him asking you on a date trying to get to know you more rather than trying to get attachments of you trying to get in your draws the first day or him taking you on a date to the movies and then making you go up to the top of the movie theater and do other stuff that you don't want to do a real boy is going to show you that they care by taking you out on a dinner date somewhere nice, having you dressed up presentable, and him just a nice new haircut, new shoes, clean smelling good, 
opening the door for you, holding your hand, making sure you don't step anything that you could hurt yourself or anything like that. That shows real love coming through. He will show it off. He is proud to have that woman introduce you to his family and friends. He'll be willing to make sacrifices. He'll be willing to let some things go, compromise more, and make peace, willing to be flexible. Don't play games to test his love. Mm-hmm. He will be consistent. Strive flesh will be genuinely consistent. But you need to show a appreciation. If not, he will stop. Show him that you value what he does. Okay. So with all that being said, so the bonus is, if he is a believer, he will pray for you. The most loving thing you can do, but willing to protect her mind, body, well-being, and spirit. spirit. Hmm. So, will so if a guy is just looking at you physically for what you can do for him, is he all into you? I mean, it depends on what he's looking at you for. Like, if he's looking at you for money and stuff like that, that's a straight goal. Because he's just trying to get what you have. And once he got everything that you have, you're going to sit there and be looking dumb. Come up and, oh, I thought he loved me. Nah, honey. He only wants you money. And then it depends on other things. Like, if he's looking at you as, like, oh, this girl has sense, she's smart, she has an education, she's doing what she's supposed to do, then that shows that he really cares about you and doesn't care about anything that you have. You might even have a big old mention. He don't care about that. He don't care about how you... It's always about your first impression. Mm. So, if... If he's not willing to listen to what you have to say, do you find that that's a turn off and that he's not interested? I mean, no. It's just like he has his own opinion. Like, some dudes not always going to listen to female opinions about them. They're going to always be like, nah, I don't want to hear that. But at the end of the day, He's listening. He just doesn't know how to explain to you how he feels because a lot of dudes have that problem where they don't know how to explain how to feel to a girl because they might think the girl might take it a long, long way because girls have that attitude to do. And they spaz out on them just because, for example, if a dude was to tell this girl, oh, I don't like you like that, she's going to take, she's not going to let him finish the sentence. She's going to automatically go out and be like, oh, you wasted my time, da 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 Stuff like that. Okay. Um. What about respect? Now, respect is the key to a man loving you. Like, if he has respect for you, mostly all women in general, he doesn't discriminate or um, tells you or calls you out your name then he most definitely has respect for you and he should have respect for you as in general of as your mother, your grandmother, your sister, and all the women in your family. That's the problem. Okay. 
Welcome to the show, Dallas. Hey, y'all. How are you this evening? I'm good. I'm doing good. Tonight's show is about love at first sight. Mm-hmm. What uh, what's your thoughts on love at first sight? Have you ever experienced that before? Um, no, I don't. I don't think I have. Um, well, I got a question. Like, do you be- do you believe in it? Because I don't know how to feel about like love at first sight. I don't. I don't know. To be honest with you, Dallas, I'm trying to figure it out myself if it's factual yeah. or if it's just a myth. Because um, I think that it's not really love at first sight. It's just a physical uh-huh. attraction that you have yeah. between um, two people. And it's, when you get around mm-hmm. that person, it gives you... Your your heart go to fluttering, you have butterflies, mm-hmm. you can't go to sweat, you, you know, you just get real nervous around that person. So have you experienced yeah. that? Um, well, I feel like I'm a shy person anyways, but um, just like me just having that thought in my head like, oh yeah, that's the one, like no, I haven't had that happen to me yet. But um, Okay, like about love at first sight and stuff, it's something that um, people say, like, do you believe in meeting right right person, wrong time? Like that. Like, you meet somebody, but it don't, like, whatever, but you end up somehow with that person. It was just the wrong time, and when they, you know, came around, oh, it didn't work out. Do you believe in that? That that could be possible. It could be wrong yeah. time and for- Yes, it's um, what they say, um, the second time around is a charm or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, you may have something going on in your life, and at that time, uh, the Lord may say, well, it's not time for you, it's not that time for you to meet that person or come together with that person, and then, you know, as time goes on, you know, you doing your thing, and they're doing their thing, and all of a sudden, you may come home, like, say, for all-class reunion, and boom, they is Yeah. And y'all just link up together, and you was like, wow, where have you been? You know, I've been looking for you and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do you know anything about Soul Tide? Um... Yes. I mean, I don't want to have, like, the wrong interpretation on it, though. But I think I do. It's um, it's just like a connection with someone deeply embedded mm-hmm. into your soul. Some say it's a spiritual connection between you and another person. And, um, and then it can be um, transferred, like, Sexually and stuff like that. If you have sex with a person and you, let's see, um, they they letting out every, all their energy into you, and you you're taking it over into another relationship or something like that. 
that's yeah. that's that's what I I've been told and what what I've come across. Yeah, like that's basically what I heard too. Like the same. And then you you know sometimes it'll have you feeling a certain way, and then you just have to go and pray about it and get it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell tell me about mm, things a man would do if he really loves you. Um, or I think you know, for the first one, I feel like he would show you know respect towards you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he'll be you know understanding and not always thinking he's right. You know what I'm saying? And um, if he loves me, he would you know just appreciate you know appreciate having me. You know what I'm saying? Um. It's not, it's for me though, it's not, it's not always about the money neither. Like, I wouldn't even like say that because I, I only was not brought it up because some people think like, oh, he loved me because he, he bought me this, which, you know, that should come with it. But I don't feel like money should be just like the main reason. Um, and like somebody, he, I would know like he loved me if he's trying to, you know, um, you know, just want to grow, you know, together and just support you know, me, whatever I do. So there's some of the things I feel like a, uh, a man would do to show that he loves me. Do you think that by him being disrespectful or it, or his willingness not to listen to you or just totally ignore you, what, what type of reaction or what do you think that he what what do you think that he's showing you or giving off to you? Um, like that disrespect and stuff, I feel like he's showing off that he needs help himself. You know what I'm saying? Like he might be going through something because usually when people just, you know, try to lash out or just do be disrespectful or anything, they nine times out of ten they going through something and really you can't do nothing but, you know, pray for him but you can also, you know, talk to him but um yeah, I, that's what I would like probably get off like from them from their bad vibes. I feel like it's something that they need to um handle, you know, in they, in their life. You know what I'm saying? Or just going through, you know what I'm saying? And somebody who just need prayer because you know once you just find God and stuff, you 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 wouldn't want to disrespect someone. You know what I'm saying? Or you know just do bad things or say mean you know bad things to people you most likely, you know, think before you speak and stuff like that. So a lot of confusion would be avoided. So, yeah. Jay, do you have any questions you want to ask? I would you is that person, I mean, how would you know that in general, love at first sight on you or about you. Are you talking to me? Mm-hmm. How would I know? Yeah. Actually, you you just have to go by their actions. Well, love at first sight, that's not something that's going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. 
It's just a physical attraction. And um, maybe because you're going to have, it's going to take time to understand that person, get to know that person, and see if you both are on the same same page with uh, uh, things. Like you said that uh, you may have different outlooks and opinions on, on life and certain issues. But um, you, you'll feel, I think that you will feel it in your heart, somewhere in your heart, that if that person truly cares, he's going to show, but you will feel it. You'll pretty much know. What you think about that question Dallas J just asked? I'm glad, I'm glad that you said about, like, it's more, like, so physically, because I never thought of it like that. Like, every time we hear, like, love at first sight, it's like, we always, like, think of, oh, I didn't saw this person, and we in love, now we together forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is, you never, like, hear about the, but you got to meet that person. You know what I'm saying? You got to learn that person. So, I never had looked at it like that, but it makes, that makes a lot of sense from what you were saying. So let me ask you this. So, say for instance, um, you met this person and um, you've only seen them once and you click with them and then they just go off. Do you think that Mm -hmm. you would want to be in a relationship with that person, getting to know them and stuff? Or if they asked you to marry them and stuff like that, would you jump to marry them or what would you do? No, <laughs> um, no, because marriage to me seems just like it's, it's like important. It's like something big. So, like you saying, like if I get a vibe from the first day or something, then we can like you know get a chance to meet each other. You know what I'm saying? But like on the spot, no, I would never see myself doing that. So if y'all not just clicking, I mean everything is just clicking. Right, go, everything is just fitting right into place. Fitting. You know, y'all on the same wavelength. Y'all you discussing God. And he feels the same way in your uh, with your beliefs. And, I mean, everything's going right. You wouldn't give him a chance. Mm-hmm. So you saying, like, would that happen within that day or, like, months and years y'all have been like that? Like, how long? No, I just, just say it happened over. Overnight, say you just met a person Friday, mm-hmm. and and it's been clicking ever since Friday. And say he come back the next, the following, I say next month, and say Dallas, would you marry me? What would you say? But y'all been talking about after you met. Yeah, um, I. I I probably wouldn't accept it then, but you know, of course, you would have to go and like ask God. You know what I'm saying? Is, is it right? Because it just I just can't. No matter you know how good the vibes are, you, you can't just be so sure until you know you like you know you're supposed to give everything to God. So I guess like once I do that and see what the um what He tells me, then you know what I'm saying. But I don't know. Because, like, if, some, if it's somebody like that, I don't want to, like, miss out on that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some people come in your life and you, that was meant, but you, it was on you because how you was treating them or acting. So I just feel like I wouldn't want to mess up that situation. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, mm-hmm. Let them know we can be friends, but until, like, I, you know, hear from God, you know, I, I would want to still be friends if we clicking like that. Because that's what I, you know, I look for, like, people that, uh, a dude that we can click and, like, we can talk about God and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm big on that now. Okay. So, we, we as women, you know, we have a feminine side, we have that feminine energy, and we have that masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Do you think that um, we sometimes run men away from us with that masculinity energy? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I was really I was kind of gonna say yeah because <laughs> um yeah I would say yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and why would you say that? Um, well, I feel like me, I just, I have seen it, I think, from other people that I be around. You know, I got a friend, and she's more so like, um, okay, well, first, when you say masculine, like, hot vibes and stuff that we give off, like, what do you mean by that? Like, what what do we do? Absolutely. Um, men, you know, think of men acting like men yeah. taking off, doing doing things that a man okay. would do it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I just didn't see it with my like from experience or whatever, like people that I that I've been around and I know this girl, she's a good friend of mine, but like she always just come off like she got it, she this I, I don't you know what I'm saying, like that. But it's just like you know, and I always tend to see that dude only like really would be friends or end up being her friend or you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Or it wouldn't work out because it's just like you're so busy trying to, you know, handle everything and, you know, feeling like you got it on your own, which it ain't no wrong with girls feeling like, you know, independent. But I see what you're saying. Like, it, I feel like, like the masculine side would, like, kind of run a dude away. I feel like he he would more so put you in a friend zone if anything, if you, like, too much, you know what I'm saying? Like, doing their job and doing that, you know what I'm saying? So. I feel like you do. Okay. I say that the feminine energy, the reality is that we are attached from our femininity. We need to stop being masculine. It hurts us. It blocks our blessings. Learn to get in. We need to learn to get in touch with our feminine, feminine energy. Um, I find myself a lot of times by me being the only girl and being in um, relationships where as I would have to be the man and I had a man and both of us yeah. were putting on the pants but he's not stepping up to the plate doing what he needs to do as as a man so therefore I started taking over on his role and I have a bad problem with that so when a real man steps to me, mm-hmm. I have a problem sometimes uh, seeing the real man in this in this man or uh, in whomever, you know, because I'm so used to to uh, wearing both, doing both things, showing that masculine side and the feminine side, to where I don't know how to just lay back and let that feminine side shine. So that's that's one Every of my yeah, yeah my big my big problem. 
But I explain to whomever it is, you know, that I have a problem mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. You know, being in and I, being in a relationship with a person for ten years and then turn around for seven years and then they not man enough to step up to the plate, then that's a problem. Yeah. I see what you said. Uh, yeah, I heard you uh comment in that, Reverend. What you have <laughs> you got something to say on that? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, that uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of men, uh, not all men. There are a lot of men out there uh, that that do not step up to the plate. Uh, there are brothers that have, have lost their their way, they have lost their place, don't know their situation. Uh, uh, but but when when a woman has to step up to the plate uh, to fulfill a man's responsibility, uh, for number one. Um, she should know what she's getting into before she even step into it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and that's what that goes back to that uh, love at first sight, so say uh, that that cliche. You know what I'm saying? Because it proves not to be the truth. Because in that situation, what you're just talking about, if a woman has to step up in the man's shoes after being in a relationship, goes to show you that the love at first sight ain't real. Okay? Because 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 you shouldn't have to step into his shoes. If if he was the one for you, you know what I'm saying. Everybody goes yeah. through their ups and downs in life. Uh, number one, we have to realize that the true believing man, the man that believes in God, follows Christ, and full of the Holy Spirit, he's going to be under attack every day. The woman that's on his side needs to realize and understand that that the enemy wants him out of the way dead anyway, so he can manipulate the woman. You know what I'm saying? Just like he did in the beginning with Eve. He wants to still do it today. So so the love at first sight don't exist. It ain't real. It's a cliche because anybody that's real for you, he's going to step up to the plate and you're going to know if he's having a moment where things are getting rough because the communication is wide open. That's when you know that you got the right one anyway. So so uh, I'm sorry that women have to step up to the plate uh, uh, unnecessarily. Let me say it that way. Uh, there could be a time when a man uh, is down. He lost his job. He's sick. Something didn't happen. Anything. You know what I'm saying? That's understandable. But a man just sitting at home on his shucky ducky doing nothing. No, nah, that's 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 that's, yeah. that's no reason for that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, trying to do something. Hey, man, build your own wealth. Build your business. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, uh, start doing something. Something. Go out there and get a lawnmower. Cut some yards. Do something. So, uh that's that's my take on that. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, Dr. Kemp is holding too. Whenever you're ready, bring him on. And I think we got another okay. caller hanging on too. So um, there's another caller. I'm not sure. Um, caller, you are on the air. Uh, uh, we'll bring Dr. Kemp on in a second. Yeah, I heard. Uh, we- yeah, I heard. Yeah, my name's Joe. I came here because I saw the title of the show. And I just listened to, I guess, one of the hostesses talking about how she had to step up to the plate because and to fulfill the man's responsibilities. Now, let's say you're in a relationship with somebody, not just marriage, but just a regular uh, relationship prior to marriage, maybe not even intending upon getting married. Mm-hmm. And the man, takes the, man, the man takes the woman out, he picks her up, he pays for the dinner, brings her home safely, listens to her on the phone, listens to her complaints, listens to her when she is feeling down. Um, what other responsibilities does a man have to have in that type of relationship? 
Well, basically, if he's showing her attention and he's open to what's going on with her and they're going out to dinner and um, just showing, well, he's respecting her because uh, basically he's not respect. I mean, he's not expecting anything after the dinner or anything. He's just making sure she's there safely. But if they want to continue on with the relationship or with the friendship or wherever it goes, then that's something that they will have to talk about, where they want that relationship to go. Yeah, that's true. But um, I guess the woman was married. So she could explain, uh, unless the man was out of work, what specifically did the man do, her husband, that was so irresponsible that she had to fulfill his shoes. Okay. Um, this was the thing. That man was, he had a job, but mm-hmm. he was lying to his wife. He was portraying that he was going to work on a daily basis and was doubling back when she would go to work. He would wait till she comes uh, leave the house and he'll go back home and when she comes home she's thinking he's been to work and he's not paying any bills he's um, not fulfilling his duties as a husband you know sex isn't okay so in other words he wasn't I thought you said he was going he had a job but he was doubling back so if he had a job then why he was he job. continuing to go back home oh he didn't have a job no, he, okay no at first, he had a job. Right. He got fired from his job, mm-hmm. and he didn't right. tell his wife. They didn't have well. It was broken communication because he wasn't communicating with her as far as him telling her that he had lost his job. But the, okay. the reality. All right, yeah, that's the that's the that's being deceptive. But let's say there's right. a rela- let's say there's a marriage, and the man is going to work. He's bringing home the bacon. He comes mm-hmm. home. He's he's, you know, he's tired from working, but he is good to his wife. In other words, when she wants to talk, he listens. Uh, when she mm-hmm. feels bad, he's there to help her and give her solace. And let's say they don't have children. Now, outside of that, okay, he's paying the bills for the house. The mortgage is in his name. The responsibility for the maintenance of the house uh, to make sure that the mortgage doesn't get foreclosed upon. That's his responsibility. He's taking care of it. And like I said, he's coming home, and he's paying attention to her. And they watch TV together, maybe in silence, maybe talking. What what other responsibilities does a man have to have in order for him, to for a woman to say, you know what, he's just not fulfilling his responsibilities. What other responsibilities is a man I'm not doing? I don't see why she would say that he's not fulfilling his responsibilities as a man. If he's bringing home the bacon and he's doing everything that he's supposed to do, providing for her, and they're sitting down mm-hmm. talking talking, and have communication between the two, she would be, that, she would be wrong for, for saying that he's not fulfilling his duties as a husband or anything. I would think so. But 70% of the women who get divorced, um, um, they're the ones that initiate the divorce. And um, I would say that um, a huge number of the times it's not because the man is cheating. Mm-hmm. I, don't, um, I don't advocate cheating. 
but there are men who um, who will leave pretty wives to go for somebody who's not as attractive, and that would surprise people. But then they mm-hmm. would say, well, she never listened. Um, when I was down and out, when I was feeling um, depressed, she wasn't there for me. She may have been a little bit flirty, but let's say even even take that out of the picture. Um, there are reasons why men and women do not get along. And a lot of times the women will say, well, he's just not fulfilling his responsibilities. Now, what you said, I liked. Because if the man is coming home, is paying attention to her, doesn't hit her, when they have arguments, he tries to settle the arguments. Um, he doesn't start many arguments. Maybe he starts a few because he's not a perfect man, but he loves her. And again, he's not perfect, but he listens to her. He's there for her. I don't see what else a man has to do. Does anybody no, on the lo- line think a man should do something? <laughs> just love her. <laughs> they should just love mm-hmm. each other. When one falls short, the other should be there to pick them up, pick the person yeah. up, which, whichever one is down. Have open communication. I agree with open you. And then, but you know, here's the thing. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But Go most ahead. men are complaining that even when everything goes right, the woman still isn't satisfied. But guess what? She always wants that more. Means, mm-hmm. That means that. There are some issues that she's dealing with. It's not the man. Then she needs to go mm-hmm. and sit down and talk to somebody because she's dealing with something deeper than what she's uh, portraying. That has nothing to I do agree. with her man or her husband. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I and I've always said there's 25 percent of men can't handle a relationship. And a large percentage of those 25%, they're pretty much scum. They will cheat, lie, deceive. They're not worthy of being in a relationship. Yet, um, it seems that those kind of men are the ones that attract more women to them than, uh, than a person who is willing to be a responsible human being. A man who, is, who loves, his, well, loves women in general and wants to treat them nicely, wants to treat them with respect, maybe even treat them as a queen. These same women, they say they want the sensitive man. They want the strong, sensitive man. But when that man comes along, he's considered boring. Now, some men are boring, (laughs) you know. I mean, you just listen to them and go to sleep. But some men are not boring, but they, you know, but women will find them boring simply because they're gentlemen. Mm. They're boring. You see, that's they the issue. Know. Yeah. Yeah. You see, well, men, most men, here's, here's another major difference between men and women. If you give a man a good woman, if she is responsive to that man, if that man can trust her, can believe in her, and that woman can reach out with her arms and hold him to her breast when he's feeling down and out. That man, you couldn't get rid of that man. You couldn't get rid of most of the men. 25% of the men, eh, you know, get rid of them because they're scum. But the other 75%, if they found a woman like that, you couldn't get rid of that man. That man would say, my girl is the best girl on the planet. But if you take a man who has the same qualities, 
good man and you present him to a large percentage of women in America, that woman would take him for granted after a while, become very complacent. When you talk to men, you'll find out that's what they, um, that's what they feel. See, that's wow. why I like what you said. When you said, you know, if a woman isn't appreciating a man who comes home and listens to her and has communication with her, and she's already falling in love with him for those particular attributes that he has, she has deeper issues than the man himself. That's very true. Right. And I think most, most women should wake up to that. Because women are always wanting more. But if they have the attitude, if I make this man that I care for happy, he's going to make me happy, and he's going to protect and provide for me. Those are my... What do you think about that? Do you think that's the right philosophy? It is. Because both of you will be happy in the long run. Yeah. And it's time for breakfast. Yeah. That, that's when yeah. you're equally equally <laughs> yeah. yoked, and <laughs> mm-hmm. one balances out I, the yeah. other. You know what you should do? You should go on some BTR shows when they're talking about men and women, and about the kind of complaints men have. You will you will have an eye-opening um, experience when you hear what's going on. Because they will say the same thing I do, but they would say it in a way that is very, very pointed, uh, you know. But in any case, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hang out with you guys and just keep quiet. I'm gonna mute myself and let you guys get on with the show. Um, so if you don't mind, I'm just gonna mute myself. Okay. Well, so I have really you enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for yeah, coming thanks, on. Sir. All right. Uh, would you um, like to? Bring Dr. Kemp in, or would you like to take a quick break? We're going to take a quick break. we come back, we'll bring Dr. Kemp on. And uh, thank everybody for turning us on tonight. Listen to Break It Change with the P31 ladies. These ladies have a powerful conversation. Get involved in the conversation, 858-357-9137. Thank everybody for turning us on tonight. We'll take this quick break. We'll be right back. It's now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night, where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high, noble character as detailed in Scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT radio.
You're listening to Breaking Chains. Call in live during the show at 858-357-9137. And listen live on our website at youngadultstalk.org. Thank you very much, big bro. Check him out, Dre Williams at tightspots.org. Uh, log on and uh, let him know his little brother sent you over there. Uh, tonight's show is being brought to you by the Williams Group and Tatari Enterprises. All right, uh, uh, I saw you the microphone. is back to you. <laughs> Thank you, and welcome back to our show, Love at First Sight. Uh, we have our overseer on the phone, uh, Dr. Kemp. Would you come on in and have say a few words with God bless you guys. I've been uh, listening in you. and been a very interesting conversation, and uh, I, I agree with so many things that's been said tonight. Um I believe this is only my belief, and everyone has their own belief. I don't believe in love and first sight. I believe that a person have an attraction uh, to a person, and as they begin to communicate, communicate, excuse me, they grow closer and closer together. Um, also, I think that uh, so so many. Males, especially dealing with African-American men, have uh, the wrong idea, and also the African-American female have the wrong uh, idea of what a mate is. The young lady uh, who was on earlier was saying that so many females think it's about money, and it's not about money because then uh, if you go by money, then you're no more than a prostitute. If that's what you're getting into it, if it's not love and you're into it for money, that's what a prostitute, a prostitute does not love a man, but just get the money from the man. Uh, uh, the street call is called a trick. But I, I, I listen at it very closely. And if you're dealing biblically, it talks about how can two walk together unless they agree. And when God created um Adam, he created Eve. He said that he didn't think that man should be alone, so he met, made him a helpmeet. I think that love is something that's 50-50. And I think that people that's in a relationship and building a relationship need to learn to agree to disagree. The female is not always right, and the male is not always right. And if you disagree... You shouldn't be angry because a person uh, have their own free will and that person is not a clone of yourself. I think that uh, when you build in a relationship that a man should do everything he possibly can do to satisfy. If he, if he cares about a female, he would do anything he can to satisfy her. He'd be very attentive. He'll be loyal. He'll be courteous to her. He would even show humility and compassion to her feelings. You'd be very compassionate when she's down, you're there, you're a shoulder to cry on, a shoulder to lean on. And and, and, and no matter, and whatever the, the issue is that she's going through, you'll be there for her. It's not uh, about uh, being the ruler. Some men have it that he's the boss and that's not what God meant when he said that man is the head of the family. And that doesn't mean that he's the boss. That simply means that God gave him headship. He should be able to have great understanding, 
but all too often we don't have that great understanding. And all too often uh, females have to wear both hats. They have to wear the hat of the, of the father and of the mother. And we have to come to agreement that that is so. But at the same time, if I was to say that if a person, and I, I didn't, I know you say uh, a soulmate. A soulmate is when when somebody meets, is something from within that person that that person, you know, they say, have you met your soulmate? And your soulmate is somebody you want to be with forever. Um, you have to keep it going and you have to show that that person throughout the relationship that they're important to you. They mean something to you. You should always show the, the lady and the lady should always show the man that he is, he's important. He should show that she's very important to him. What she has to say is important. Her needs and wants and desires are very important and vice versa. I think that when you in agreement and you both of you trying to make each other happy, not being a, a, a one-way street where one is trying to give 100% and the other is giving 50, it's not going to work. Uh, but when you find both people that are very interested in trying to really make things work, then things will work. And when I talk about respect, I'm talking about respecting that person that you, if you care about a person, you respect that person. You respect their feelings. You respect them in the front of other people. That respect that you have for them, you respect their name. You respect them as being your spouse or being the person that you're with. You respect them. Uh, I think that you should have some humility within that relationship, not uh, I'm the big boss and uh, uh, the female, she has to stand up to you like she's a man because that's the way she was taught to do. I don't believe in things like that. That's, that's a, a deal breaker. Um, I think that that two should come together and in their vows, they should have it where both would try everything within their power to satisfy their mate. And I'm not just talking about sexual, because that's only one facet of, of uh, a relationship. There are so many other facets of relationship other than that. And that's why sometimes people get carried away with different facets of a relationship and think that that's all a relationship hinge on. But if you're not helping to care for a person, if you're not there when a person is down, if you're not there to, to, to just to tell a person to to be there and if a person has taken on some endeavor that you have that person back whatever you uh, that the person is trying to do whether it's the male or the female I have your back I will bag you 100% if that's what you want to go at let's go at it I have your back so I, I think a lot of that I've heard Jay I've heard I just heard just everyone say so many uh, things that to me was very important and um Maybe I come a little biblical. Uh, you have to be in agreement. You shouldn't be unequally yoked. Uh, I think that when it talks about being one, becoming one, and when you becoming one, that doesn't mean a person that one person cut out being themselves, but you try to come to agreement 
I think that one word that should not be in a, a Christian dialect is compromise, but compromise should be in a dialect between a man and a, a lady, a, a female, when they get marriage and when they're trying to work on a marriage in a relationship. Compromise, it's showing that person that you think very highly of them and that you would uh, do what you would, anything within your power to, to, to make them happy if it's within your power. So uh, that's the way I look at it. And I, I've heard some very, very powerful things that were said. All men are not bad, and all females are not bad. You have, you have bad females. You have females that are just not worth marrying. And then you have men that's not worth marrying. I mean, they're, they're, they're bums, okay? They're bums, and, 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 and it's, it's so true. And there's some females that they're not worth marrying. They, what I heard Jay talk about gold-digging men, gold-digging men and women. That they just come and they don't care about the man. It's what the man could do for them. Instead of saying, I found somebody that I can care about and that should be a part of the man should just automatically do what he has to do for if he's interested or, or in love with a female. He should just do things because it comes from the heart. I mean, uh, that should be just something that comes natural, not that you have to ask, but it comes natural. So uh, that that's, would be the input that I would have. And I've been listening for a while, and I've been smiling and laughing and uh, I heard him say, just because a, a female come up and, and you know, uh, I heard uh, Reverend Williams say something that I said sometime on the show about just because the lady come up looking good from lips, hips to fingertips, that don't mean that, that you're in love with that person in that connotation. That means you might have that Eros love. That arrows you just aroused from the Greek term to be aroused, and it doesn't have to necessarily mean love. God bless you guys. Amen. Amen. Thank you for those warm words. Okay, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Dallas, do you have any closing remarks? Um, really, I think we kind of said everything tonight, and Really, it was just, you know, clear on, you know, relationship-wise. Like you said, it has to be 50-50. And um, I feel like, you know, people kind of tend to forget about that. You know what I'm saying? People, like you said, some girls want to kind of take too much of the role that a man's supposed to do. And I feel like sometimes that allows the man to, you know, see like, oh, well, I ain't got to step up because she, you know what I'm saying, Got it all, but I just feel like at the end of the day, everything should be 50 to 50. Um, when it comes to, you know, respect, when it comes to financially and just anything, you know, y'all should come together on it. Well, Dallas, I bet because I feel like we should, uh, the male and the female should come to the table 100, 100, because if you come and give me 50, I want to know where the other 50 is going. That's what I was always told. That's what my brother told me. If you bring me 50% to the table, I want to know if you're giving that other 50% to that other woman or whoever I tell. So I think we should bring to the table 100, 100 together. Okay. 
<laughs> We're gonna go to my co-host, uh, Reverend Williams. Do you have any comments or final words? <laughs> uh, that, that, it, it, this was this was pretty good. I think that you need to uh, continue this one on next week because this this is a good conversation. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation. It's a conversation that 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 needs to be had. To be honest with you. Uh, uh, when it comes to talking about relationships, I think that relationships are not discussed uh, the way that they need to be discussed. I, don't, I think that communication has shut down in a lot of areas and things that we may have been raised up on that happened in the old days don't work today. So I think that everybody needs to take time to get to know each other, uh, spend time learning each other's ups and downs, goods and bads. And and then, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 I always tell you, you know what I'm saying? Just just make sure that you bring it. If that's somebody you want to be with, you bring you all to the table. Uh, you can, because I'm going to ask yeah, you, you know, like, I, like my sister just told you, I'm going to ask you if you bring it, if you're not bringing your all to the table, I'm going to wonder where the rest of it is. And if you're not bringing your all to the table and you don't want to be there anymore, we all have to get to a place where we have to learn to communicate and say, you know what I'm saying? This ain't working out. You know what I'm saying? Just something, just, just make sure that you learn to get your joy back. You know what I'm saying? Get your your peace, that peace of God that surpasses all understanding in your life. You know what I'm saying? Most importantly, that uh, in a relationship, make sure that that person seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all things will be added to us. All right. So let's make sure that we do that. Uh, When you get ready, I got my black history tip for the night and I'll help tip whenever you're ready for it. Okay. I'd just like to say thank you for listening to our show this evening and I hope that something was said that touched you and we broke some chains. And I would like to especially thank that young man that came on for his dialect this evening. And uh, if he's listening, I would like to invite him to come each week and join in on our shows. We have the Monday through Friday. I'm sorry, Monday through Sunday. Thank you. Go ahead with the... Our black history. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, our black history tip for tonight. Our black history tip tonight is Mr. Thomas Jennings. On March 3rd, 1821, Mr. Thomas Jennings became the first African-American to receive a patent as the owner of a New York dry cleaning business. Jennings invented and patented a new process for cleaning clothing. Jennings used the money he earned with his invention to buy his family out of slavery. Active as an abolitionist, Jennings published petitions that advocated the end of slavery in New York. Our black history tip, Mr. Thomas Jennings. Thank you, Mr. Jennings. All right, here's our health tip for tonight. Don't forget, drink plenty of water. Keep yourself hydrated. Uh, At least about 65 ounces of water a day, a half a gallon. You want to just put it that way. Drink a half a gallon of water every day. Uh, in your body so you can stay hydrated make sure that you eat all of your vegetables eat your fruits cut back on the fried foods uh everybody always say this every day give me 24 hours just 24 hours that's just one day that you become a vegetarian don't eat no meat for a day do that once a week and make sure that you exercise jog get some workouts in uh pick up a book to read you know what i'm saying do some meditating pray before the lord and study the word of god so you can be healthy physically mentally and most importantly spiritually don't forget tomorrow night the men will be on tonight was the ladies night tomorrow night is the men 
The Men of Valor hit the airways at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Won't you be here and join us so we can have a conversation? And who knows, we may just use some of these tips to join this tomorrow night. Uh, but we'll see you tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Same place, YAT Radio with the Mighty Men of Valor. Back to you, ma'am. Thank you very much. May we bow our heads in prayer. Lord, as we end this day, I pray that you will fill us with your Holy Spirit. Cover us with your protecting wings and keep us safe from harm and spiritual attacks throughout the night. Help us to speak only the words that you will have us to speak. Do only the things you will have us to do and think only the thoughts you will have us to think that we may, that we may please you. Help us to be a reflection of you so that others will seek you as well. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 All right, everybody. Thank you for being here. Powerful ladies, the P31 ladies, they'll be back next Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Be here. Enough is enough, y'all. Let's speak up and speak out. Get involved. We love you, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Good night, everybody. Good night. My people, I love you We're a family Yeah, you and me We'll make through it out No matter what the cost We're a family Yeah, you and me We'll make it through the pain, the rain And all the trouble by ourselves We are dying, we are dying, they are lying, we're being yeah. shot and hearted, why you hate me, uh, I'm just trying to be, I'm yeah. trying to be, like a me, great like a me, grow with one another, living happily, living happily. but you hurt me, yeah. you hurt me. why I work for peace, why I work for peace, lying from Zion.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.